The Saline Solution presents Naked, the podcast series that pairs it all, real life experiences, how they were dealt with, and the lessons learned. Facing the person in the mirror always makes us check ourselves, accept our past, and guides us to make the decisions that are best for our peace of mind. Are you naked? Here's your host, Saline Griffith. This podcast is for adults 18 years and over. Hey guys, welcome to episode 6 of the Naked Podcast. It is the winds of career change. And we know many of us, especially in these times, are really delving into the things that we really, really are interested in, the areas that we're interested in. And of course, you've seen many memes, you've seen many quotes about following your passion, you've listened to many inspirational videos and talks about, uh, you know, following your passion and that kind of thing. And it could not be so easy to do. And this is why we have people like Leah, who's my guest for today. Leah and I got naked talking about some of the things that you encounter when you are looking to change your career or when you're launching out into your own business. And oftentimes we may have that transition uh, uh, to deal with transitioning from corporate into your own business, which is what I did, as well as changing career paths altogether to totally different industries. Now, I was in the insurance industry since I left A-levels and now I am in media and I took that decision at the age of 40. So it really was a bold, a bold, brave step to take, but it didn't come so easily because you had a, I had a major setback, a major setback that was uh, really and really and truly the catalyst for this change, even though the change was occurring, but I needed that extra push to really get me to do it. So I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And remember, we get it naked. So let's, let's do this. Let's do this. I shared with you very briefly my own experience um, in terms of getting into media. I've been in the field of finance accounting for all of my work life, straight out of A-levels, it was that. And uh, even though I liked what I was doing, I, re- I knew it wasn't for my personality. It wasn't for me. And oftentimes people would be like, you should be in marketing, you should be in PR, you should be in this, all of these different things they're telling me. And I'm like, I don't know, boy. There were some setbacks there because um, the companies that I worked for, finance, financial institutions, um, insurance companies. So when you go to your CEO and you said, okay, I want to go and study marketing or whatever, they'll be like, well, this is in the earlier years. They'll be like, no, um, this is a finance company. I've really been not encouraged where that is concerned. So I kind of parked it up for a while. Yeah. And um Fast forward to when I had my kids, I started studying marketing. And when I had the kids, I had to shelf everything because it's like, it's a twin. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it was a bit of a challenge um, studying and seeing about the children and that kind of thing. So I, I stayed in my job, but I kept saying, no, I want to do communications. I want to do anything in that field. So after the long break, I said, you know what? Go for what you want to study and not just have a job because oftentimes as i said whilst i enjoyed what i was doing and i was good at it i just found that i wasn't passionate about it and i believe that every single day that you spend you need to be passionate about what you're doing right so i just went into studying uh, media studies communication and media studies and it's been going great And at the age of 40, I'm like, just before I turned 40, I started to study that. And I'm like, yeah, I like this, it's going well. Um, But I will resign later on in the year. But I'm a huge procrastinator, Leo. Oh, my (laughs) God. That's my middle name. And I'm like, yeah, oops is right. Really working on getting rid of that. And so looking at the media studies and, and that work was really not work became work really and truly because it's like "Mm, this is what i'm studying but then i have this job then i said you know what let me give it a go 
But as I said, procrastinating and you're kicking the tin up the road. Yes. Bam, I lost my job. And I'm like, God knows what he's doing because he said, oh, you're not going to do it on your own. I will show you how to do it. And that is exactly how you needed some help. I needed that help. <laughs> that wasn't just a push and it was a shove. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, of course, I went through the period of feeling like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? But then you find yourself saying, OK, now it's a clean canvas you're starting from. I don't want to just go and just do another job. So let me just take the leap of faith and yes. get into this. And it's been going well so far. Yes. Excellent. I mean, I don't have all the answers, but <laughs> and we never do. Huh? So what are your thoughts on passion versus just doing a job? Can you find passion in a job? Well, first thing I'm going to say, just listen to your story, Celine, is I think you could talk about this topic for the entire hour, actually. <laughs> Hats off to you for following, for listening to your instinct. Mm. If you want to call that following your passion, hey, it's probably just the same thing we're saying. So a lot of people, just what you spoke about, a lot of people deep down know what they like. They do, even though I, I work with a lot of people who've forgotten it, because of course they've sort of squelched that voice down. Mm. So they no longer even know when it's telling them to do something, which is your, your instinct, your inner voice, right? Yeah. Your passion. Um, so hats off to you, even though it was, you know, you kind of put it off that you ended up saying, you know, let me listen to this voice. Let me just do what I like, let me not a lot of people are brave enough anymore to do that hmm. um we'll probably talk about it i do see it a lot more today and i do see it a lot more with younger generations yeah. um but hats off to you for taking that for really saying let me just go go in with this and see what happens right and uh i will say that i think in covid lockdown i sometimes just refer to it as lockdown right mm -hmm. i do think a lot of people had time to one, think about what do I really like? What do I want in life? There was a lot of time for introspection. Oh, Let's put yes. it that way. Yeah, boy, 2020 <laughs> was that year. It was. A lot. <laughs> um, so I'm not surprised to see a lot of people coming out of that and making changes. Mm -hmm. That's not surprising. I'm happy to see people are seeing, and they're brave enough to show the world, this is what I actually like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And also some people might have just been, like you said, they might have just been affected. Yeah, yeah. Negatively affected and had to rethink, well, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. And luckily people are saying, what am I going to do now? Well, how about I just do something I like <laughs> for a change? Yeah. So good on that. I do want to say something though. Um, you did mention procrastination. So I have, I always have to say this when it, people say it. And you say, you know, you want to get rid of it. And I want to say something to people procrastination is not something that you get rid of it's something you manage true and it's something you can manage if you tell yourself up front that you're going you have to get rid of it the brain already knows that's impossible so yeah. guess what it's not going to happen right. but if you tell yourself i'm going to learn to manage it you probably say you know i could learn to manage it and that's all it is. So um, it's really looking at you. You can learn to manage it. That's, mm. that's what it is. So I had to say that. But I get you. I totally understand because um, this is probably why we procrastinate in the first place, because we think it's something that's so far fetched to really manage, as you say. But um, oftentimes it, it comes from a place of fear. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Fear, all fear. And, uh, you know, I really cringe a lot of times when I see a lot of these messages even though i get the good intention behind them yes. where people are like you have to get rid of your fear and i i get the intention but it's 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 false hope mm. you don't get rid of it you manage it yeah so you know people will ask me i speak in front of crowds of you know hundreds of people sometimes and people say don't you feel scared i say of course Mm -hmm. I'm being last time I checked, but by now I've learned things how to better manage it. Correct. That's that's and the good thing is is these things are learnable, so you can learn to manage procrastination, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And even if somebody wants to make that jump um, to entrepreneurship, 
two or even if over 40 there are things that you can learn to make that jump too yeah yeah um, but yeah definitely in terms of passion sometimes i use the word sometimes i don't use the word um but i do get it in terms of following listening to that inner voice mm -hmm. um i was lucky in that i grew up my mother just always told me well when in school days you know you reach form three and you have to pick subjects and that kind of thing yes and she would just always look at me and say well what do you like reach form five well what do you like <laughs> and i will tell you i ended up going to university in france to study english literature or english studies oh. and she kept just saying do what you like and i and look where i am today so very different world right. um but i really believe there is something powerful that happens to the individual when they're allowed to pursue what they like mm -hmm. i think then you actually end up doing more than you set out to do because you, mm -hmm. you're like just devouring things that you like yes yeah yes. so yes. i think it's it is important for us to encourage that just yeah do do what you, you'd be real you'd realize and as you said no one has the answers and guess what i am self-employed entrepreneur business drivers i call it this is i'm going on my 16th year i oh. will not ever pretend to know everything and i don't want to that's part of the fun exactly learning something new as you go along yeah, yes it's, yes it's part of the journey um and you know it is a journey where you really have to let go right you really have to let go because you're not going to be able to manage everything that's happening you know that's so true that is so yeah. true in terms of someone i mean like i transitioned from the corporate environment into my own space you can see because getting on radio i mean I still have, and this was one of the things that really kept me back for a while huh? because I said, hmm, I know I'm such a moody person sometimes that I would go on radio on the morning time and not feel to, to have that energy and all of that. How am I going to do it? So I always kept, you know, shoving it to the back of my mind. But now that I'm actually in it, I find it, I find it. And I, I, just what you were saying earlier on, you find different things. You pull things from any and everywhere because sometimes it's me grabbing a cup of coffee before I start the studio or I might do some jumping up and down in the studio before I go on air. I might pray yeah. or I might just sit and meditate right. for five minutes. Whatever my energy is that morning, I said, okay, at the end of the day, I know I have to bring it every single day. And it, oftentimes that is one of the things i was scared for that i may not be in the mood to talk on radio today so how am i going to mask that because i'm not a good masker what you see is what you get so if you see me in a foul mood okay just leave her letter be <laughs> you know but um in terms of that transitioning from corporate into doing my own thing it was a bit scary i have to say it really was a bit scary because it's like what am I doing? Health plan, no health plan, no um, all of these perks or benefits that you were accustomed to. And here it is, you're literally standing on your own two feet. But it feels really it is scary. Yeah. And it is definitely scary. And I think there are a couple of things here. So definitely, depending on how long you've been employed or you've been in corporate, mm -hmm. um, that could affect you in a variety of ways. So the longer you are, let's just use the term in corporate, right? Mm -hmm say you might need a moment to to purge that out yeah because you don't realize you've built up certain habits you've built up habits in how you speak and how you uh project yourself and just how you interact and you know you've built up this corporate image that mm -hmm. may or may not be you most likely it's not a hundred percent you because you were representing a brand right someone else's brand Correct. so i find with people who are coming from corporate Mm -hmm. There is, and I'm actually working with a client right now like that. There is a moment where you need to figure out who am I? What is a brand about? Mm -hmm. And it's not always as easy as you think, because right. you don't realize how much you've actually let that other brand become part of who you are. And that's fine because mm -hmm. you needed to be successful in that role, right? Right. So that's totally okay. But you need to detach and you might need to do a little bit of soul searching in a way. 
Yes, yes. Just to get in touch with who you are, because as you rightly said, now when you are representing your own brand, that has to come from an authentic place, mm -hmm. and you need to tap into that energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. an important. I actually will tell people take a take a moment to work on what do you stand for, your own brand. Yes. Well, I did go through a whole personal branding um, exercise. Yes. And it was so necessary mm -hmm. and useful because I, I still go back to it when I want to remind myself of what my yes. core values are and that kind of thing. I absolutely go back to it. And yes. I said, even if someone is working in a corporate environment and uh, this is their dream job, I think it's important that they find their own brand as well, even though absolutely. you're performing those functions, because at the end of the day, you're exchanging a service, you're exchanging a skill for your yeah. salary but this is you giving to this organization who you are so obviously you have to uh, make sure and represent your brand correct within that brand yeah yes and um making that change from uh say corporate into this new field having to do that personal branding exercise you learn so much about yourself as well yeah and the thing is, you don't realize while you are employed, you never really think about yourself. Yeah. You don't yeah. think about yourself. And when when you are self-employed, when you are your own boss, um, if you want to be comfortable constantly projecting yourself know what you stand for, mm -hmm. I will tell you something. I see a lot of new entrepreneurs, for example, struggling with content let's let's talk mm -hmm. about the content so they're right. online now and they're like i'm struggling with content so they they're thinking it has to do with marketing and they're downloading all these things to tell them what to post every day mm. and you know, that kind of i'm sure you've downloaded them too not really right? no i oh, okay <laughs> I'm literally but sorry for away. saying that a lot of they've downloaded what to post, mm -hmm. post to get content ideas right, right? right and for a lot of them when I have deeper conversations with them. The truth is they're already intelligent people. They're already people who have a wealth of experience and knowledge, but what is lacking is they're not in touch about what they stand for. Mm. And then to be able to project that. So a lot of new entrepreneurs will ask me, you're so comfortable talking. And they think that's because she's good at public speaking. No. It's because I'm really comfortable with what I stand for. Nice. That's the difference. Nice. So when I have now, when I do talk about it, I'm really comfortable. I'm not trying to project something that's not me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say for been employed for a while, you need to detach from the brand that you represented before and get in touch with the brand who you are now. Right. Whether that's soul searching, whether that's doing, as you said, some branding, something, mm -hmm. but just really getting in touch with what you stand for. I'd also say you have to do some practical things too. So just even from the financial point of view, you might want to put aside, um, yes. you might want to put aside some savings because then that's the other part of it. Let's face it. You may not be banking as much as your day job, right? right? Or you may, some people may have the opportunity to do both at the same time and to test the waters which could also be a good thing because then if you are able to do that you could you're starting to do your little market research and figure out this new world yeah. while still having the security of um a job right five, yeah mm -hmm. so, yeah so that that's that's an that's a way but there also comes a point when you have to say do i want to jump into this full time hmm. yeah yeah but even with doing it um simultaneously don't you think that that will actually, for some people, cause them to push the tin a little, kick the tin a little higher up the road and say, it's, it's, it's really that jumping that plank. Well, here's the thing, really, anyone, really who works, mm -hmm. anyone who works with me knows something and comes with a deadline. Ah, there's okay. nothing there's no, we don't have conversations without dates attached to them okay <laughs> so okay. right <laughs> so what i would say is i think the the wrong thinking is people have ideas and i will say by when do you when deadline when and i could tell you something a lot of trainees resist that part of the conversation because <laughs> you know we <laughs> when it comes to the time we yeah. are like oh leah whoa that's kind of intense you know it's like whoa do we need to go there like we need to go there because your brain, your brain needs to know 
I have to, I have to figure this out by then. Right. When you don't put timelines in your brain, the brain will just have that thought. It's just open. But if you say for, just for an example, even if you pushed yourself and you said, I need to choose between my day job and my passion project by December 31st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Just put it, say it, like just say it. You People will realize the way they work backwards and the things they do will change dramatically if they didn't have that deadline. That's true. Wow. You'll approach yeah. it differently. Yeah. You'll actually yeah. approach it differently. So I would right. say definitely put in some deadlines. You're definitely right about that because this podcast has been in the making for like over two years, you know. And one of my friends, he started his podcast, very successful with it. I co-hosted some of his episodes with him as well. And he was the one who kept telling me, Celine, when are you going to start the podcast? And I'm like, soon, soon, I have to do this and I have to do that. Mm-hmm. He said, you're a real planning boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. you're planning yourself out of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I have this thing where I say nothing happens out of its time. I believe it, but... I'm not into those types of sayings and yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah, because when you say that, you tend to, as you were saying just now, things just out there in the big universe and you have no by when date. When I have been given projects to do and I have a by when date, best believe it's some of my best executions, you know? So my friend who's working with me on this podcast, um, making sure that I keep my timelines and stuff, I have to be so grateful to him because it's like, Wow, I didn't think because that day when I when I was telling you that I clicked send on the very first episode at midnight that Saturday night, he was like, I hope you I hope you click send already, you know. Send it as is. Don't even listen to it again. So that you could he said you're too much of a perfectionist. You're gonna find this sounding off. Just send it. We will build from there, build from where you're at. And I have to say, I mean, I'm in season two now and no regrets, and you just um, improve as you go along, you know? So yes, I am not, I am slightly, <laughs> yes, I believe in things happening in their time, but you have to set that time, make that time. So whoever's listening out there, there's something you want to do, put a deadline to that action. Well, and I'm talking about every single thing, put a deadline, right? When I say <laughs> deadline, put a date, whether it is research that vendor you want to bring in stuff from or um, make the call to the lawyer to register your business, make that call tomorrow to the bank to open the account, mm-hmm. put deadlines. And I'll even go so far to say, as you had, you had an accountability buddy, if you know that being accountable to yourself, you're not there yet, get an accountability buddy. Of course, somebody who you can really trust, right? right. Because of course, your business, baby, your business is your baby. <laughs> um, I will, you did mention something um, very important. You said that word perfectionism. Hmm. And I am somebody who has learned, happily learned to manage my perfectionism. <laughs> I would say I'm a recovered perfectionist, which means I am now a, I am a super high achiever. As anybody who knows me knows that, but I've let go and I've learned to manage it because perfectionism, it's, it, how should I say the word itself sounds glamorous, a little bit alluring and like you're better than anybody else, yeah. but really and truly it holds you back from your best work it holds you back from your most creative work ever Mm -hmm. i promise you that absolutely if you want to tap into like super creativity and super productivity and real output you have to you have to learn to manage that one yeah that perfection and it's a form of fear by the way it is it is i did read upon that It, it is a form of fear because you just you find all of these reasons why you shouldn't just launch something when you're saying, okay, this has to be fixed, that has to be fixed, and you just fix as you go along. And as learn you as you go along, yes. And I'll tell you something. So as I said, this is my 16th year as an entrepreneur, and that's the first hat I wear, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what business I'm doing, my first hat is as a business driver, as an entrepreneur. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much, while it's really good that there's a lot more entrepreneurial drive right now, and I'm happy to see that, um, 
a false marketing out there is that you do this one thing, everything works and you don't have to do anything ever again or learn anything. You know, you download this one thing, you do this one thing and you have a running business. Mm. It is a constant day in day out learning constant Hmm. it's constant because anybody who is you know even if you look at somebody who is posting right now on instagram the algorithm alone changes every day Hmm. that's just one variable in your business one yeah there are many there are many variables in a business and a lot of people don't know this so i'm on instagram not very long and i was lucky that my first business which is trainma i have a business that specializes in corporate learning and development okay that business i didn't need to be on social media and it's still <laughs> not on social media <laughs> and you know i think a lot of people so the my other business which is online coaching for overwhelmed entrepreneurs that's what's on instagram okay so um, in terms of just being in business um, and having, well, corporate clientele, that's my first, I guess that's my, that is my first business, right? I was going to say my first baby, um, but she's a teenager now, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and along the way, I've done other things. I'm multi-passionate. I had a boutique for a while that was very popular. And then I had a spa as well. And I tell people, you know, you learn as you go on. You kind of, I'm a, what I call 80, 20. You kind of reach 8, 75, 80%. I say, run with it. Wow. You, 75, 80, just run. The rest of it, believe me, you figure it out. You, okay. And it's all good. Um, another thing that I'm seeing changing in Trinidad, which I'm happy about, is giving people permission to mess up, to F up, to fail. it's normal yeah like you know i i never had that fear so when i i had trained mom my corporate business then i I said i love fashion i was like why don't i do this try this out and then i tried out the spa and the spa didn't work for me i love the boutique but the difference is i think especially in our culture celine and trinidad there's like this huge fear that if you know when you mess up it's like shame on you right Right. yes yes and i'm gonna tell you something it's a win-win because I'm only learning. Hmm. While I'm learning, you haven't learned, you know, you haven't learned any, I'm still learning. I'm, it's only a win-win for you. Right, right, agreed, yeah. Because either I learn what works or I learn what doesn't work. Hmm. I'm, I'm winning either way, you know That's what I mean? Right, because you would have been in, the, in that um, space of a spa you've been in the space of a a boutique you could even give advice to some people who are probably um now getting into that realm as well because even if it's not that realm, here's why Mm -hmm. the frameworks of all businesses are the same you know yeah so what people think is you think wait just because it was a boutique it was about fashion no i have to market i have to close sales i have to have relationships with the bank i have to have relationships with vendors they all businesses the fame framework behind them they're the the same same thing yes correct so in essence the more things that i'm trying out i'm learning more about how that framework works Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so i tell people you know you really have to jump in and when you start doing it that's when the real learning begins that's Mm. when it, it starts to happen as you rightly know COVID has, uh, we spoke about it earlier as well, that COVID has really, really um, opened a lot of people to the things that they have been suppressing because of their job or or being afraid. But when you realize that, hey, some people lost their jobs as a result of COVID and they had no choice but to delve into the things that they're just naturally good at. And then that is actually serving them so much better than what they were doing before. do you think a lot of people might very well continue in that vein, even though, I mean, I know there's no such thing as us going back to normal, because yeah. what is that? <laughs> yeah, we are definitely, <laughs> we have gone through a serious, serious change in our world. They're evolving. And we're going yes. to evolve from there. We could only go yes. further on from there. And uh, as you rightfully said just now, there's there, that conversation that has started in Trinidad where people are really um, embracing each other and the fact that, somebody's business might not work out but you know what pat you on your back it's good you just keep going 
I am liking what I'm seeing where that is concerned. Of course, you have the naysayers around and that kind of thing, but we need to redirect the focus. Well, here's the thing. Again, being in business for a long time, I really, about the naysayers, I really never had time to think about it. Okay. And I, this is, I'm being genuine with you because when I started, um, I just didn't have time for that. I, I was yeah. so obsessed happily obsessed with learning my craft nice. and getting good at business I just I just didn't have time for that and I'm I'm you know I was in my bubble a very <laughs> and I'm happy to say that it was a bubble of learning and just being trying to be the best at my craft and that's something I will have everybody think about you want to be the best at your craft right yeah, yeah. Um, that's important um so that's important uh, if you have time for that then I don't even know if you're building a business. Sure you, you get know. me? Yes, yes. I don't, re <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you have, how could you have time to focus on that? So that's one thing. People are always going to have opinions, definitely. So that's one thing. Um, as far as COVID, I really believe in a way we're seeing people who, again, had a lot of time to think about and mm -hmm. whether it was by force or by passion, they are getting in touch with what they like. And I think what we might end up seeing are a lot happier people in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Because then That's it wouldn't feel like work, I, right? <laughs> well, there's always going to be bits and pieces. It is work. But you mean you, you have know, to put in your hardest, your hardest yes. amount of work is when you're working for yourself, when you're trying to build your own business. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm -hmm. But when I say happy, um, happy in the sense that people who are living true to themselves, yeah. who are doing something that's authentic and when doing something that is true to yourself, you are a more fulfilled human being. Correct. So yeah, you're going to be in seeing people who are a lot more fulfilled in mm -hmm. that sense mm -hmm. may not mm -hmm. and I know not necessarily monetary yeah. but just doing something that they truly enjoy yeah and you know if you do something again that you enjoy you get obsessed with it and if you do that long enough the, the things that you want will happen for you mm -hmm. because if you know as I said if I'm if I'm so busy working on being the best at what I do eventually you are going to get good at it and people will know that right agreed does that happen overnight no hell no <laughs> <laughs> no but in terms of what you do leah in terms of the coaching and and um you do it's a life coach and entrepreneurial right. coaching yeah entrepreneurial so that was something mm -hmm. so train my again my corporate business that's my teenager is still around mm -hmm. right so that's definitely every i'm known for that right. and i launched um, LDS Consulting, I launched that formally a year ago, so just before COVID. Right. And the reason was um, a lot of people started to come to me and ask me just for advice on entrepreneurship. Mm. And people who would know me from Trainmark, right, and would say, well, do you, can I ask you questions on this? How do you deal with this? And by then I had already over a decade of experience being in business and I was I didn't realize that, you know, again, I was just so focused on what I was doing mm -hmm. that again, there were other new entrepreneurs, growing entrepreneurs who were really suffering from overwhelm. Mm -hmm. um, and it really wasn't about them not knowing their field because they knew their field, but just realizing that growing and building a business is not always as easy as it mm -hmm. appears. Oh God, or, yes. you know, yeah. as some of the marketing out there makes you believe. Mm. Um, and that that became my new passion project. Mm. And it's very dear to my, my heart because um, somebody, um, somebody asked me, well, why don't you, you know, package it, do it as an online program, scale it and, you know, what do you do? Scale it, sell it, package it and make more money. And I just, I'm not doing that. I love being one-on-one -on -one with people because everybody's entrepreneurial journey is so unique and it's so yeah. special yeah. to that person. Uh, more stuff, more, more opportunities are going to come your way um, just by doing what you're doing. Because just looking at the Instagram posts and stuff that you have, I'm like, hey, look at this. And the energy alone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you something. I think I've also reached that stage in my journey where I'm okay with saying, hey, I opened a business once and it failed. I, I've reached yes. that stage where I yes. know 
I know for young, a lot of new, not young, new entrepreneurs, because you could be new at any age, right? Exactly. Any, a new entrepreneur, especially in Trinidad, we're small. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are afraid to say, oh, I'm, I'm not confident inside. They have all kind of butterflies and things, but they're not, they're not, you know, they don't want to say it because of course they don't public to think they don't know their stuff you know what i mean right but i know inside inside come on you're dealing with a lot of ish you're dealing with a lot of ish but i've reached a stage where i i'm okay to talk about it because i've you know covid for me is not my first disaster year okay i had Mm -hmm. my first in 2008 Hmm. That hit me in my stomach. So COVID was like, oh, here we go again. Again, right. You were prepared. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, you know, so I I know what it's like to go through. I know what it's like to have terrible, you know, um, you know, to have tension with employees. I know what it's like to have people stealing from you sometimes. I know what it's like to have issues with the bank. I know what it's like to be worrying about the money problems constantly. I know what it's like to not make a sale. I know what it's Mm. like to be doing your best, but not getting recognition. I know all the pains that they've gone through and I'm comfortable now to talk about it. Right. I think people need that. We have to stop hiding it. We have to stop hiding it. People need those kinds of conversations to to help build them up as well. Because, and and you you are seeing a lot of it where people say you feel forward. It's good to feel forward. You have to experience these failures. So you would know some of the things that you have to do, um, you have to do to recalibrate and that kind of thing, because it has been taboo before that, um, oh gosh, look, she started this business and and look how it flop, (laughs) you know? know, And I'm seeing that changing. And I I really do believe that, um, I do believe that there's the winds of change in Fran Tobago, and I'm really happy for that. Yeah, boy. what I didn't have, I guess, 15 years ago is I was, I was, I felt a little alone at the time, maybe, mm-hmm. but again, I was just so busy, you know, plugging ahead. Yeah. Um, I would also say to new entrepreneurs out there, or even persons looking to make the jump, mm-hmm. you know, connect with other people going through because there's real power in community. Yes. There's real power. I'm not yes. saying share your idea necessarily. There's power in community. Which we know. But how do you find this community? Because sometimes you go mm-hmm. to people, uh, not just with the idea, the, you don't flesh out your whole idea for them, but you just want to talk to people in your same sphere, in your same circle of what you're doing, your same industry. And I, I would tell you, the media industry is very guilty of that. Oh my God. You, you hardly find where people want to help each other. It's only if you're at a certain... Again, I guess so. Trinidad is a small Trinidad is a small place. So here's what I will tell you. Mm-hmm. Community doesn't have to necessarily mean Trinidad. I would say of join a lot not. of different groups online. Right. Um, and you have to be active on groups to fill out which is the one for you, where mm-hmm. you're going to get that advice that you want. Okay. Again, it's not going to be, I joined a group, I asked a question once. No, you're going to, you have to, you're, you're, you're going to have to feel it out. You know, yeah. I joined groups all the time. <laughs> I feel them out like them. I, I'm getting ideas. No, I leave. I join another one. Okay. I'm doing this. Con- I'm signing up for newsletters constantly. Good information, valid value add. Yes. No, go up for another one. So, okay. you know, you have to, I use the term play with my clients, right? And what I mean by that is you have to play with things as an entrepreneur. Meaning you're trying different things, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would say join different groups. Again, I am not telling you go and tell them I have this amazing idea, guys. Right. Yeah. You know, be be mindful of that. Be mm-hmm. mindful of that. But nothing is wrong with asking questions about what you're thinking of doing or about how it could be done. Right. Um, and, you know, you have to put in the work. Sometimes I will see entrepreneurs, I'm in some groups that are new entrepreneurs and I'll see some of them asking things like, I want to sell this, who can I order it from? Mm. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> put in, you go put in some homework and research Right, that, right. <laughs> but my other, th- my other question and observation has been that like in my industry, I found that it's, it's almost taboo to talk about what you earn. 
Ah, yes. Okay. It is very, very difficult to ask another um, radio personality or to ask someone. So, but to me, it's good to know these things so that you will know how to plan. So where do you get the information from? Do you, I, I, that is one of the things for me. I just found that you don't know how to ask the question. You don't know how to go to someone in the industry and say, hey, um, what's the industry rate? And who do you go to to get the industry rates for, um, say, radio personalities in my, in my, in my, using myself you do as an example. You active in your field. So that's mm -hmm. something, that's something different. So let's say now, like you, you've made the jump. Right. So before we were kind of talking about people who are looking to make the jump, let's say you've made the jump into whatever. So either you're in your field, you are a coconut grower, mm -hmm. you are making soaps, whatever it is, right? You have to get active in your field. For me, it's what I call, how do you stay in love with what you're doing? Because right. it's a relationship and you got to stay in love. But staying active is one of the ways to understand what happens in my field, in my ecosystem where I am. So this yes. is Trinidad and Tobago, right? Mm -hmm. You have to. So whether it is joining local associations, right. I highly recommend that. Going to their events, going to their online meetings. And I did that for a lot in my earlier years. So I found that that was highly beneficial to get the answers to some of those questions. And that's where you're going to make relationships with people. Okay. That's where you're going to have relationships with people who you can trust and go to. Right. right. So you have to, I don't think, um, I don't know if you can join a field and then not be active in the field locally. Of course, of course. Yeah, that's what yeah. I see. Um, and then make, you know, you will start to make those relationships with people. But like everything else, relationships do take time. They do. You have yeah. to put in the time and give them time. You being this bridge, because you're like a bridge. What you do is literally a bridge between someone um, getting into their own space and doing their own thing and the thought that they had, it being a thought Thank and then you. them executing it, right? So, I never thought of it like that. Thank you. <laughs> so how do you feel um, when people are actually successful, when they've moved forward and they're successful with it? Or have you had experiences where people literally just gave up on their dream? Honestly, no, no one has given up on me yet. Well, I want to know because with your no. energy and stuff like that and yeah. giving people deadline dates, it's I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. I'll be, if any of them listen to that, they will say, if you know Leah, it's not. So yeah. I smile a lot. I will. I know sometimes I'm looking at my feet and I'm like, God, somebody was like, you're so smiling. I'm like, I was like, but my clients know I am really serious when it comes to putting in the work. I'm serious about results. I am obsessed with results. Right. But I will say that when people come, you know, they have to, you have to put, be able, ready to put in the work. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. And yeah. um, I'm glad that you see it as a bridge. Um, for me, I call it, I kind of help them fast track mm -hmm. what is their idea, what they want to do. I haven't had anybody give up on me as yet. And because, again, I have a background in adult learning and performance. So I know the science and the frameworks to get there. I'm not, I'm not pulling something out of the sky. I'm going right. on 15 years experience of training thousands of people. So the program itself is designed for results. That's, that's actually, that's my background. So um, that's what it's meant to do. Um, of course, are there moments when people dip on their journey? Absolutely. Right. But I'm there to support them. I'm not there to judge them. Nice. But that's is, important, yeah. Yeah, it's not about judging. It's about supporting. But it's also about giving honest feedback. Mm-hmm right which which i think i guess they need. receive it they receive your feedback well because of this smile right <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i i'm honest right i'm tactful hopefully but i'm honest mm. um yeah nobody has given up um has anyone switched what they want to do though in terms of okay i've realized that this is not the feel that i really really like but then you're really coaching them no. based on a framework no. 
the framework. And right. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. The framework, mm -hmm. how, how the framework is built or the process, how it goes is really and truly, a lot of them come to the point where they're so overwhelmed, sometimes to the point of burnout okay. or resentment to their business. And this, how the process works is to give them back they can focus on their business and their life right. um what i will say for a lot of them is that they real they come back more energized to their business how do i feel coming back to your question in terms of when they they make i mean i wouldn't show it to them but i literally get emotional because mm. i know i know what is when you feel like you're giving your business your all and you're not seeing results and you're ready to give up. I know what that feels like. And I right. know for them how powerful it must feel when they make progress. Yeah. I have, And for me, it's really touching to relive or to live that with them. Hmm. You hear somebody, I mean, I really have people coming to me and saying, Leah, I'm ready to give up on this. That's great. And when they're like, oh my gosh, I mean, I had a client, amazing, amazing woman who she has a day job. She also has a thriving business. Mm -hmm. I don't call them side hustles. I give of them course. the respect. It's a business if you're making money. That's right. And she had put off for one year, she had put off launching her business, relaunching it. Mm. And when we worked together and she launched it, I was genuinely emotional outside of the cameras on our calls because you're talking can you imagine somebody putting off something that means so much to her for a year hmm. and wow. she was ready she really when we met it was like i'm working with somebody else people get to the point of giving up on something that means something to which means if they were to give up they would feel like failures right right yeah i got that mm -hmm. you know that's a very very you can you imagine if these people, if they had gone that path, these would be human beings walking around feeling I, I'm a failure. And for me, that is just, I'm just saying, you need to give your business a chance. You need to put in the work. You need to put in the work. Sometimes people just need a little structure and help. Right. That's all it is, that's you know? It. Yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's, a, it, it's it's a very, it's very powerful when they, they do. And like I said, they they know that they they have to put in the work. I you know their deadlines. I you know Selena. I'm not like a you know a drill master. Their deadlines, but they're always negotiable. Nice, nice. I like I that. Um, <laughs> there is there there are people like you in existence, and and in terms of what you do, because at the end of the day, some people have the ideas and they just need that other part of it to keep the wheels turning, and it's very important. Um, your role in that. You know, thank you. yeah, thank you. And I just don't people don't, you know, if it was a message, people don't give up on what you have inside. Yeah, that's one thing. If you have that voice like yourself, you are a fabulous example. You did it on your own, which is amazing, <laughs> Selena. Over 40, amazing. Thank you, you. know, do <laughs> listen. If you know, if if there's like an what I call that nagging voice, it's just not giving up. Yeah, yeah. You really need to listen Absolutely. to that voice. Mm -hmm. And nothing is wrong with asking for help. So I, you know, I tell my clients the same thing I'm saying, will tell you right now. Have I had help along in 15 years? Hell yes. Mm -hmm. Hell yes. And the first time asking for help is the hardest. Because again, you're thinking, <laughs> I should be able to figure this out. You know, the, yeah. After you ask for help the first time. I realize, wait, when I ask for help, I just get better. It's so easy after that. Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I really encourage people to check in with Leah because it's important to um, have someone who has your back. Yes. And well, really so do it in such a way that they are also passionate about what you do. So some people may have a coach and they just give you all the guidelines to follow and all that kind of thing. But to have someone who's passionate about what you do as well is priceless so i wish you continued success leah and you might see me knocking at your door at some point in time <laughs> <laughs> and you, Celine. i'll give you i'll give a few free tips don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you so very much for sharing all of this insight with us on this episode of the naked podcast and of course i will share your social media handles um with my listeners so that they can check you out as well 
All right. Um, so yeah, just in closing, Celine, I want to say thank you so much for what you are doing. Um, really, when you, you know, I had seen, I had seen, you know, on IG it coming up, mm -hmm. and I will be honest, I, I didn't listen in. But then when you explain to me what you're doing here, which is really taking topics and talking about it in a really open, honest mm -hmm. format, mm -hmm. um, again, I think what you're doing is relevant. It's so needed right now. So actually, thank you. Oh. Thank you for that. <laughs> Bit of encouragement. I needed it because there are days yes. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's, you're doing, you're doing good stuff. You're doing yeah. good stuff. Thank you yeah. so much for that. my gosh, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you did as well. Leah is such a ball of energy, <laughs> so much passion. You can tell that she really, really loves what she does. Thank you so much, Leah, for agreeing to have that chat with us today and for our listeners to benefit from the things that you really, really do inspire people to do, as well as, of course, inspire uh, your clients. And I'm hoping that many others become your clients because I don't think they're going to miss out on anything at all. All right. So I will share Lisa's, Leah's um, social media handles with you. I'll share that with you so that uh, you can check her out on Instagram as well. Now you can also leave your comments and feedback about this topic and many others uh, on The Saline Solution on Facebook and Instagram. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Remember, always to be a good human i also want to say thank you to my editing boss <laughs> cam cam productions for always always lending us your services thank you so very much for that i am forever grateful so guys keep reaching for the stars keep going after your goals and remember to chase your dreams bye